girls, welcome to another episode of Pastors of Pain. So glad you are with us, whether you're listening on uh, the podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Pete 94.3 here in Stillwater. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Father Carey's had a couple had a couple good episodes. If you're if you've not caught up, maybe you've been traveling. Um, he had uh, last week a really cool episode with uh, an OSU student named Trevor Alley, um, and a, just a really beautiful conversion story. So if you have not caught up, dang it, you better get caught up. Go take a jog around Boomer Lake, or go get on a plane and uh, listen to the podcast. We are so glad you're with us, Father Kerry. Not here. So one of the things in the summertime, Father Kerry and I have a hard time matching up our calendars because I was gone for a little bit. And then he was gone for a little bit, and then we had he has a real busy week, and so we have a wonderful special guest, and that is uh, the new uh, hospitality coordinator at St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church, Amanda Fiorazzo. Welcome, Amanda. Hi, welcome. I'm glad to be here. Love it, love (laughs) it. So Amanda is uh, not new to Stillwater, has been um, in and around uh, Stillwater uh, as a student at Oklahoma State, recent graduate, and now on staff at St. Francis Xavier. So Amanda, give us a little give us a little background. Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Uh, how'd you get to Stillwater? So I'm actually from uh, Russia. I was born there and then was adopted at age five and came to America. And then I moved to Edmond, Oklahoma. Uh, my brother was also adopted from Russia along with me. We kind of came as a package deal. So totally. we were stuck with each Good other. Good package. Good package oh, yeah. deal. Um, so then we went to Edmond, Oklahoma. Uh, grew up there. I went to St. John's there. Um, was very involved in the youth group. Um, my mom was a Baptist. Um, and then my dad was Catholic. So we kind of got a raising from the Baptist and the Catholic side. Did you go? You went to about you went to both churches as you were growing up. Yes, yeah, okay, for a little interesting. bit. Interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my dad really raised us in the Catholic faith. Um, I was drawn to it. I loved it. I knew that that was the truth, so I kept pursuing that. Uh, what's your favorite thing about being a Catholic? I love the Mass. Ooh, uh, nice. there's something special about the Mass um, and adoration, and just learning more about the theology of the faith as well. Love it. So when you were growing up at uh, St. John the Baptist in Edmond, shout out to all of our, uh, to, you know, both of our Edmond listeners. I'm just kidding. I don't know how many people listen <laughs> to Edmond. There's a few. We love you. Um, you like went to like youth group and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I went to like? Steubenville. Oh, you went to Steubenville. Yeah. Nice. It was awesome. We got that's... that coming up. Oh yeah. And actually that's where my mom converted as well. So really mm-hmm. she went to like a Steubenville conference mm-hmm. as a chaperone. Yep. Because mm-hmm. wow. I had been uh, working a lot with her, and I was like, "Mom, you got to join the Catholic faith." But I wanted to make sure that was what she wanted to do. Like that was her heart. That's wild. Um, and so I really prayed a lot for her while she was there. And Does she, she know came. that, or is this? Is no, she, is she? She doesn't know that. <laughs> no, she's probably going to hear this. Yes, yeah, she'll know it now. Okay, but it'll be going. we don't want to reveal all of our deep dark secrets here oh. on the on the show. That would that would be weird. Um. So so you grew up in Edmond, and then you grad. What high school did you go to? I went to Edmond Santa Fe. Edmond Santa Fe, mm-hmm. right on, because I know there's multiple multiple big yes. high schools in Edmond. It's a big place. And then you came to OSU. How did that How did that happen, that you came to Stillwater? Uh, so I actually originally wanted to get away from Oklahoma and go to what? northern Michigan. Oh. 
uh, for an exercise program. Uh-huh. Um, so I actually went and toured and visited. And I also have a lot of family that's there as okay, well. Okay, nice. And so uh, I went there and I really liked the university. Loved it because it was on Lake Superior as well. And That's a beautiful part of the country. Yes. Northern Michigan. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so then my mom was actually an alumni from OSU. Um, so she came here um, and she was like, hey, Amanda, like at least tour the place. And I was like, okay, fine. Give it a look. Yeah. Make your mother happy. Was, yep, exactly. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was like, Be fine, mom. Be a good mom. daughter. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I prayed about it. Um, I went and visited the Catholic Student Center. Um, and I met Father Carey there. I was terrified at first. I was not used to That's most people's reaction. <laughs> What is going on? I've never met a priest like you. Yes, but he had like so much joy, uh, which was very. He does have a lot of joy. Yes. Um, And so I prayed a lot about it. I went into the chapel and I just felt this overwhelming peace. And I was like, and I said, yes, Lord. I was like, I'll go here. Um, And they also had the hospitality and tourism program, which I accidentally got a private tour of that program so i got so that was not you were look you were looking towards the exercise kind of diet world or i don't know whatever that's officially called i don't know i was a little obsessed with health as a high schooler yeah (laughs) um but so that yeah that's something interesting to you and so then you make they make a career of it yeah yep yep but then i also realized i didn't like science that much Uh Um, it was hard for my brain to comprehend so yeah if you're gonna go in that world it's a lot of chemistry and anatomy and all that good Mm -hmm. stuff all right, so you come to OSU, uh, and so St. John's was like a big part of your decision. Yes, it was, because yeah. I wanted to continue following my faith. Um, I knew that that was important, especially in college, and I wanted that community, and that's what was lacking in northern Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so interesting, like when, for like for OSU, I mean, there's multiple kind of thriving churches and campus ministries, but I think that... I think sometimes, not not necessarily, I'm not accusing OSU, but like I think sometimes universities, secular universities or p- public universities kind of downplay the role. You know, I mean, a lot of young faithful people are coming and they want, you know, a thriving Baptist yes. ministry and Methodist ministry mm-hmm. and Catholic ministry and Muslim ministry. You know, they want that. And so if a, if a school has that, it's going to attract more students. Yes. And you're, you're a good example of that. St. John's helped you oh, yeah. helped you come here. They did. Um, and so you found so tell then you found that tourism. What's it called? The school of uh, hospitality and tourism management. There we go. How'd you how'd you mm-hmm. you you got a private tour? How'd that happen? Yeah, that went really good. I actually got a tour um, the Taylor's uh, restaurant that they have there, um, and it's where people um, go there to eat. For I need lunch. to go. You, yeah, you, you should because you told me about it. I just never, yeah because I um, and it was it's not really... on my restaurant. <laughs> radar if yeah. such a thing exists <laughs> um and it was really neat because little did i know that two years later i'd actually be the ta for that restaurant yeah you like ran it mm-hmm. i mean you were yeah running yeah. the show it was really neat because they make all of the students that are in that program um they go and they participate for front of house which is the service aspect and then back of house which is learning how to cook um yeah, and what amounts both. to cook oh yeah wow what was the attraction then? I mean, ultimately, you majored in that. Mm-hmm. What was the, what was the leap to, out of the diet or out of the exercise world into the, 
Well, I've been really, world. I've really been praying about it. Um, and I was like, Lord, I really want to serve you. Um, and I wanted whatever my career to be to do that. Um, and so he kind of was like, hey, look into this. And I love it. And ever since then, I've been learning more and more about how it's in the Bible, like how hospitality is present in that. Love that. So you so you graduated uh, and then it sort of lined up nicely. We had been at the parish. We had been talking for, for several months about the importance of hospitality um, as a, as like, we talk a lot about stewardship and as a pillar of stewardship, you know, hospitality is the first pillar of, of stewardship. If you're going to, if you're going to be a parish that's open and welcoming and where everybody has a place, hospitality, how people are received has to be, you know, a, a huge part of that. So we've done a number of things. We have greeters, we have, um, you know, we try to have like a, you know, an, kind of a welcoming atmosphere um, at the parish, but we had thought about kind of, the, you know, the way we do events and the way we just kind of the, the stuff around uh, the Sunday mass, the stuff around different events. And we thought we, we need someone to come in and, and, and kind of run that uh, somebody who knows what, what they're doing. So anyway, so we put it out there and Amanda, you, you applied Yes. <laughs> Tell us about that. I mean, it was kind of a, it was just a, it was a kind of a perfect storm of like, you're, you were about to graduate. Yeah. The job comes up. How did that happen? Um, so I actually wasn't going to apply at first. Um, cause I saw it and I was like, I don't have enough experience, so I don't need to apply. Um, but then I had some good friends of mine that was like, Hey, Amanda, there's this new position. You should apply. Um, and actually my roommate's mom told me about it at oh, first. Oh, Nice. So that was really cool. Thank you, roommate's mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that was really cool, and I prayed a lot about it. Um, I was like, Lord, is this what you want me to do? Like, Because I really don't feel qualified for this. Like, I know I've been studying this, but I don't have the experience that they might be looking for. Um, but he was like, hey, go for it. Like, The worst that they can say is no. Like, Trust in me. Yeah, and we you know, and we didn't. This was new for us, you know. Even it, this is not a position. So Amanda's position is hospitality coordinator. That's not a thing you see at a lot of right. parishes. So for us, it was kind of we were going into kind of uncharted territory of uh, okay, you know, we you know, kind of look around, you Google, and you see what other parishes do, and we couldn't really find. It. Yeah, so we I kind of made it, we made it up. Yeah. Um, knowing that this was something important to us, something we really wanted to emphasize. So we weren't really sure, you know, we had never had this position before. We weren't really sure exactly what we were looking for. We kind of were of the mind, like, we're going to know it when we see it, when somebody shows up. Anyway, and that was, and that was you. So how did that, when you, you, you applied, uh, we offered you the job, you took it. What was kind of your, what, what was your sort of initial, uh, you nervous? You were uh, excited, little of, little of everything. Uh, I was very excited. I also felt very honored, um, but I was also terrified because uh, I had all these expectations in my head, um, and I had to realize that I needed to trust in God in this. Like I got chosen, so obviously they do believe in me, um, and so I needed to believe in myself as well. Yeah. Yeah, just that confidence going in. Okay, Lord, this is what you want me to do. Yeah. I don't feel very equipped. I feel this way all the time as a priest. Like, Lord, you want me to do what? You want me to go into this, you know, into this situation? Like, I've never done that before. I'm not equipped to do that. 
And the Lord just, you know, kind of says, okay, yes. look, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of you. Yes. Yeah. Follow me and I'll, and I'll get you there. Yes. You had that same sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. So then Amanda had uh, a very adventurous, maybe like 10 day period um, between so multiple things happened to you. Give us that rundown. Kind of the day you started was yes. right after graduation. Anyway, tell us about kind of yes. that the, the week of graduation and all the things that happened to you. Yes. So the week of graduation. So I graduated and then I wanted to get away from the world. So I went on a retreat. Um, and then within the next day, I got um, engaged to my fiance, <laughs> Chris Petrin. <laughs> Who was on the show two weeks ago. Yes. With Father yeah. Kerry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did. He did the incarnation. Yeah. Talk yeah. To, yeah. That was beautiful. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you graduate. You got engaged. Mm-hmm. Went then, on a retreat. And then you started your job. Yes. In like a oh, five-day yeah. period. <laughs> That's a very eventful. It was. I, was, eventful I felt time. very honored and blessed because of, like the last couple of months had not been so good. And then all of a sudden... There was all these blessings. All this fruit, yeah. Yes. I love that. Okay, tell us about the job. Hospitality coordinator. Uh what do like what what do you do all day? I do all day. A lot There's of a lot of things, things going on. Yeah. Yes. So give it so because especially because it's not something that a lot of parishes have. So even like when we posted the position, there was, you know, there were like people in the parish who no no one was like hostile, but people were like, like, what is this? Like we don't like we, you know, we don't yeah. need, we don't need that. Um, and, and I guess in one sense, like we don't need, you know, need it. Obviously there's a lot of parishes that don't have it and, and are just fine, but it was something that we wanted to do. Um, so again, anyway, give us a little bit about what you, what you, what do you do all day? It kind of varies from day to day, but it does. give us a little, give us the scoop. All right. Well, um, from day to day, I start off by drinking coffee. Um, and praying. <laughs> Prayer and coffee. Yes. Um, Excellent. And I kind of am reminded every day um, what hospitality is and how I view it is that we welcome the stranger as Christ himself. Um, so I keep that in mind from day to day. I love that. When I was in uh, seminary, I went to seminary at a Benedictine uh, seminary, St. Mindred in Indiana. And I had never been around Benedictines and and one of their like main sort of charisms is hospitality. And they have this line where they say that all guests are to be welcomed as Christ. I love it. As if, so when somebody knocks on your door or knocks on the door of the monastery, they are to be treated as if Jesus himself knocked on the door. Yeah. And that's beautiful. I've actually been reading about the Benedictine rule for that. Um, and there's this good book called Radical Hospitality um, by Loni Pratt and Father Daniel um, that have been a lot of inspiration for where I, I'm getting my hospitality as well. And one of the things that they talk about is that hospitality takes a culture. Um, it's not just focused on one person. So the hospitality coordinator, yes, they bring hospitality, but it also takes the entire parish as well. Yeah, I love that because uh, I've had people say, you know, I think people say this about Father Carey. Um, you know, people have said about me of like, oh yeah, your priests are like, you know, they're really outgoing and welcoming, and but like if you're if you're pre one, well, I'll just say it simply, I'm not, I'm not always that way. Like there's times I'm in, you know, a bad mood or not feeling particularly, but but let's say your priest is like super outgoing, 
but the rest of the parish is like hostile to strangers. Right. And like, that's the then, opposite. Then your parish stinks. Like your even if your priest is the most, you know, welcoming or the most outgoing, and the rest of the parish is, you know, is not Yeah, is not welcoming. That's yeah, that's no good. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, what what else in the in that hospitality world? Um also, uh for hospitality, um a lot of it is listening to people. Um, being present with them, available and open. Um, so you have to keep those in mind whenever you're doing hospitality. Like our lives get busy, um, but if we see someone walk through the door, we need to stop and be present with them. And so part of the things that I do too is plan and execute events or help other people do that. Um, one of the events that I recently did was the Scott Hahn event. That was wild. Yeah. Man, what a fun night. So oh, we had yeah. Doc, yeah, Dr. Scott Hahn was mm-hmm. here from Franciscan University in Ohio, and um, it was a big night. We had people from all over the state, mm-hmm. from Texas and Arkansas, and you know, so it was a lot of our own people, people that we know, and then a lot of a lot of strangers. Yes, um, there were some not you know some non-Catholics that were there, mm-hmm. uh, and it was beautiful. We had a wonderful dinner at the rectory with with Dr. Mm-hmm. Hahn and some other people, and then this reception. I just liked it because there were ice cream sandwiches. But <laughs> my my vote would be to have ice cream sandwiches at all parish events, big and small. Can we pull that off? I'm just kidding. Uh, Don't do that. Okay. I was like, we might make people a little bit. Seven in the morning, ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> um, but tell us about that. Tell us about the Scott Hahn event. How did that all come together? What did, what what kind of effort did that take? Uh, so it took a lot of thinking, um, which was that's what I really love about this position is you have time to think about the event. Um, and so I prayed a lot about it and I was like, okay, Lord, like what do we, what do we want in this? Like, what is the outcome that we're wanting? Um, and so a lot of it was, I wanted people to gather together. I wanted people to be able to talk to each other. And so I got bistro tables, um, that, allowed for more flow of the room yeah not like sit down right but like you know you're kind of standing at a yes like standing at a bar or something exactly kind of lean against it and have a conversation yeah and it was like more casual and laid back so people didn't feel too nervous um and then i also set it up where i had a buffet kind of style um a triangle style with the tree in the middle um and food all around it so people were able to circle food. around yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to have food. <laughs> yeah. Talk about that. So, I mean, in 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 Jessica Petter, who's on our staff, one of, she has this great line. She says, like, f- um, food is God's love made edible. Ooh, I, I love that. that. It's just a great it's like a, it's just a great line. Um, talk about the importance of food in hospitality. How does that I mean, it's it's not everything, but it's right when there's good food. Yes. You want to stick around. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, well, food um, helps bring people together um, because people are able to share in something. They might find out something that they both like about the food. Um, they might also find that. Uh, yeah, when you when you're sitting or eating, even even with strangers, even with an yes. enemy. Yeah. Like you almost, there's this immediate, like you have something in common. And it reminds me of the Passover, actually. Um, Like they, Jesus all sat with his disciples at the Passover and they all shared a last meal together. And even the betrayer he invited to that meal. Yep. It's, yeah, food is, um, it's the kind of the great equalizer. I mean, there's, there's this, 
there's this camaraderie. I mean, if you said, hey, we're going to get some people together, um, we're going to sit around a table and like, we're, and we're going to drink water. You'd be yeah. like, you'd be like, well, well, that sounds like the worst party yeah. ever. Especially people who don't like water. Yeah, especially people who don't like water. Yeah. But, but then if you said, hey, I'm having some people over. I'm cooking Italian. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you want to come? Well, yeah. And this also provides a meal for people who might um, be on a very limited budget. Sure. And might not have as good food usually. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, yeah, it's beautiful when there, when there is good food, you know, and we like one of the things we, you know, we have like good, good coffee, Mm -hmm. um, good, you know, kind of cut up fruit, those, those kinds of things that it kind of raises. And this is part of what Amanda does all day is kind of raises the dignity of an event. Yes. Um, you know, you can always sort of throw out cookies and put out some bottles of water and that's better than nothing. But like, imagine, you know, when you go to an event and there's homemade homemade cookies mm-hmm. and maybe you know and and coffee and water and juice and fruit and a little something for everybody it just simply makes you feel more at home yeah and that's and, what we want in the church right and it also provides an opportunity for service um so a lot of times for these events like you have a lot of volunteers and it provides them an opportunity to serve for the parish yeah and you and you've put together i mean you've only been on the job a month yeah a month and a Maybe half. A month and Maybe. a half. <laughs> and you already have like a nice group of, yes. of kind of, of committed volunteers. We're always looking, of course, for more. What what are you looking for in in a volunteer? Uh, I'm looking for that heart of service and for prayer. Um, for any event that I like to do, I like to pray. So for the Scott Hahn event, uh, we said a rosary before that event. Well, you and gathered we up with your together. team and mm-hmm. prayed the rosary together. Beautiful. Yes, um, because prayer needs to be um, in the center of an event. Um, because a lot of times you'll have things go wrong, but that's not the focus of the event. The focus is to just be present and allow and trust in God. Nice. So I know you were also ran uh, just recently. Uh, the uh, Father Robert Duck, our associate pastor, is gone. He's off yes. to <laughs> off to his new his new parishes. You ran those receptions, mm-hmm. um, same same kind of thing, right? The, yeah. The, the event wasn't necessarily to bring, I mean, the, the event was to say goodbye. Right. Um, and and that was all sort of facilitated by food and environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about that. How did all that come together? Uh, well, I started off by coming up with what I wanted to focus on. Um, so my focus for that particular event was to give comfort to the parishioners and for them to be able to say goodbye. Cause I knew that that like father duck had been there for a while and yeah, a lot of years. the, yeah, a lot of the yep. parishioners loved him. So I wanted to provide an opportunity where they could go and say goodbye. Um, so I made sure that there was, um, cards where they could write to him. Oh, and, nice. Mm-hmm. And then I also put some favorite things that he liked in the meal. Um, so one of them was he really loves Starbursts. Um, so he I made sure have, I had he that had, out. He always had those on his desk. Yeah. Yes. And I found out that a lot of other people like Starbursts too. So <laughs> write that down for future, <laughs> for future events. Um, and then he really loved Diet Coke. Um, so I had he that. That's like Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So th- those kinds of events, that's kind of what we were looking for in this, in this position when Amanda was hired on to bring those kinds of events and to make them, yeah, just make them 
better and make people want to come not and not yeah. just come but but stay yes. um tell us about like what 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 does what's what's the opposite of hospitality what does that what 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 is that for you like what what does that look like or i guess or maybe i want to ask it this way like kind of what like what advice do you give to the to the average churchgoer how what what are things they can do what are maybe things they can stop doing so i i have this pet peeve of like there's no assigned seats. Yes. <laughs> like if you think you have an assigned seat at our church, you don't. There's no such thing. No. And so when you go into your pew or, you know, you show up two minutes before and someone is sitting, quote unquote, in your seat, like go sit somewhere else because it's not your seat. That's one of those like anti-hospitality things that I see. What do you what do you see? Yeah, I agree with that. Um also, like introducing yourself to people. Yeah. That is a great way. Like even a simple like, hi, good morning. How is your day? Going? Yeah, what's your name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then also like when you go to an event, um, like be thankful for what is present. Um, because you don't understand how much uh work and effort that it takes to put that on. Sure. And so just being thankful for what's present in front of you. Yeah, love that. Well, in this time of year, um, just in the last couple of weeks, we've had a number of events at the parish. And we, this, especially in Stillwater, College Town, lots of new people coming. Yes, yeah. So, you know, at St. John's, it's, new, you know, new a whole new freshman class, transfer mm-hmm. students, grad students, all that. And at our parish, it's not, it's not undergraduate students, but it's new families, that are yes. that are moving in. What what would you say uh, to to sort of the average parishioner? How best to be hospitable to a new family? What do we do? Well, uh, when you notice that there's a new family, maybe after mass, uh, go up and introduce yourself and be like, "Hey, my name is so and so, and I noticed that you were new here. Like, uh, where did you come from? Uh, why are you here?" Uh, and also talk about like um, how long you've been at the parish so that they know um, how long you've been there. And then start um, inviting them to events. That is a huge thing um, for hospitality. Inv- personally inviting Personal somebody. invites. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that. And then I think too, you know, Stillwater is a small town. And of course we have parishioners from, you know, from Perkins and Coyle and Ripley and Agra and, you know, uh, Glencoe and all kinds of places. Um you know, so figuring out, okay, where does this person live? Inviting them over for dinner. Yes. Um, go Inviting them out for a cup of coffee. You know, especially maybe you're like both professors or something. You know, okay. Yeah. And start introducing them around. Maybe you have kids. Yeah, kind finding the similarities. Yeah, mm-hmm. making those connections is is really is is huge. Because I think what happens a lot of times in the in the Catholic Church and in other places, people come, nobody Nobody says hi. Nobody looks at them. Yes. Um, people kind of have when they go to mass, especially. I just look. I'm here. I just want to go to mass and like leave mm-hmm. me alone. That's the opposite of what we're trying to do. Right. Um, so obviously you want to come to mass and pray and, mm-hmm. but be have that awareness who who is around me and attentiveness. Yeah. And, and it might even be, it might be somebody new or it might be somebody that's been here forever but you don't know them. We have to get into this kind of mentality of of introducing ourselves. And being yeah. aware, not just sitting with the same people all the time, as good mm-hmm. as that is, and as and maybe those people are your best friends in the whole mm-hmm. world, but having this kind of constantly, Father Kerry and I talk about kind of having our head on a swivel <laughs> to be able to, okay, I don't know that person. That person looks lost. That person yes, yeah. is 
you know, could be new or at least is new to me to take the initiative to go up and. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to like go up to a stranger and start introducing yourself. Yeah. But it, but it takes work. I mean, Mm -hmm. the more you do it. Yes. The the more more you do it for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we have, uh, this summer, we just have another minute or so left, uh, we're going to do some neighborhood gatherings or we kind of want to, it's not just a summertime thing. Um, tell us about that. We want to kind of get people together where they live. Yes. Uh, so neighborhood gatherings is to bring our neighbors together to get to know them um, and grow in deeper relationship with them. And a great way to do that is to have dinner um, for them. Food. Yes. We're food. back to food. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the purpose of that is really just getting to know our neighbors, um, cause it's said throughout the Bible as well. Like love your neighbor. Yep. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. So the first one coming up is July the 12th for the neighborhood in and around the parish. Um, father Robert Healy and I will, will be hosting, uh, our, our neighbors around the parish. So if you don't live near the parish, you can't come because you're not my immediate neighbor, <laughs> but you can have a party in your own neighborhood yes. and Amanda will help you do that. So if you want to. Yes, Host, I'm here to help. Um, whether an apartment, kind of a car- apartment complex, a lo- one of the towns, a particular neighborhood, you can reach out to Amanda and you can you can host it and we'll help you. You don't have yes, to host yeah. 50 people. I'm here to help you. By, yes. your, by yourself. Okay, well, Amanda Fioraza, we have come to the end of this episode of, of Pastors of Pain. Um, thank you for your service to the parish. Thank you for um, your just your, your, your love and your joy and, and helping us to be a more hospitable place. Oh. Well, thank you. I love it. I love it. All right. Join us next week. Uh, Thanks for listening. Pray for us. And we'll see you soon. God bless.